you know when you have an idea and you're like, oh, that's such a good idea, and you talk yourself out of it? Don't do the talking yourself out of it thing. Yeah. Like, I I do that. Um, yeah. I have an idea, and then I'm like, well, there's all these reasons why I can't do that uh-huh. because of this practical thing. But you just have to follow your best guess. And if it works, do more. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, do something else. Yeah. But just start. Just move forward. Don't get so caught up in what should I call this thing or what camera should I buy? Just do something. Just get started. Welcome to the Golden Hour Podcast, brought to you by Polar Pro. I'm your host, Dave Mays, and today's guest is Aaron Sullivan, a.k.a. Aaron Outdoors. Aaron has amassed a huge following of people who read her travel blog on AaronOutdoors.com, and over the years, she's transitioned from being a travel blogger to working on Instagram to now being a talent on camera. She's also hosted travel excursions to Greece and different places, and it's really fascinating hearing her full career story. If you're somebody who really needs inspiration to get out and create today, then I think you're going to really enjoy my interview with Aaron. It was refreshing to talk to somebody who genuinely loves the outdoors and who has traveled all over the world. Before we get to the interview, I'd like to thank you all for listening to the Golden Hour podcast. If you're a fan of it, would you please consider leaving a rating and review in the podcast app? It would mean the world to us. So without any further ado, let's listen to my interview with Aaron Outdoors. Cool. So we are here with Aaron Sullivan, a.k.a. Aaron Outdoors. Thanks for coming in to the Golden Hour Show. Yeah. So tell me about yourself. Let's just start from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Where are you from originally? Originally, I'm from Connecticut. Then I went to college in New York. Okay. And then I lived all over the world for about three years. All over the world. Yeah. So I used to be a wilderness guide. Wilderness guide. We'll come back to that. Yeah. Yeah, We'll come back to (laughs) that. We'll come back to that. Uh, And then from there, I went to Colorado. Colorado. From there, Boulder. Boulder, yes. Yeah. And then from there, I live in LA right now, where I'm currently based. Nice. Spend about half my time on the road. So I'm primarily a travel photographer. I'm also a blogger. I also do social media influencer work um, and newly on camera hosting. So I do many things. Yeah, so we'll talk all about is it. Kind of the the main thing that everything relates yeah. to and that I love. That's my my passion in this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Cool. Interview over. There you go. Okay, bye. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) So you mentioned you were a travel guide? Yeah. So growing up uh, in high school, I fell in love with photography. I learned on black and white. Uh I learned on an Nikon F1 or Nikon FE, um, black and white film. So into it. Felt so creative. I just was like, this is my lane. Mm -hmm. Um, But going to university i didn't think that i could make a living out of it mm-hmm. i was really intimidated so uh, when i got to college i changed my major right away um, and i stayed in visual arts but i went to design because I, f- I felt like maybe this is more employable like i can make logos for starbucks you know like, <laughs> that's totally what your mom would want you to do right <laughs> that's what i well i felt like i felt i made that up <laughs> at least you thought that. it was a story that maybe i told she myself didn't tell you that. that's good um, that she didn't actually force you to do that no she didn't they, my, my folks have always been really supportive but they have yeah. been very cautious because uh-huh. my path has been anything but straight yeah so uh and then i fell in love with the wilderness throughout college i started Mm. working as a camp counselor during the summer so i was like oh i love hiking i love being outside i love working with people i love personal development i love facilitation this is in new york this was in connecticut or connecticut Um, okay yeah um and so yeah so you went to school in new york and then uh you'd go home in connecticut over the summer summer do camp camp. okay Mm -hmm. gotcha gotcha gotcha. yeah um and then one summer i decided to take a wilderness course it's a 30-day backpacking and fly fishing course in wyoming in the wind river range it's pretty hardcore beautiful uh, with Knowles, which is the national outdoor leadership school Mm -hmm. um and that taught me a lot i mean first it totally kicked my butt (laughs) like totally destroyed me um how so 
it just i mean i just wasn't prepared for it yeah. i was just picturing myself like suntanning on a rock yeah and the reality of it was like head to toe rain gear because the mosquitoes were so bad uh, i mean hiking behind somebody it looked like you they had taken their pack which was 65 pounds mm-hmm. dipped it in elmer's glue and then dipped it in mosquitoes oh gross. that's how many mosquitoes there were oh so um that oh, was bad. yeah but but it's so funny because um with character building experiences like that you uh, get home from it and people say how was it you don't say good you say it was wild you know yeah. it was crazy um and, and i wanted to do more of it so that was my first taste of hey maybe i could yeah. like like i want to travel i still had this case of wanting to see the world and mm-hmm. i was always really curious about cultures and different places that i had seen um around the world a big hero longtime hero of mine has always been anthony bourdain oh, like yeah. always travel channels always on at um as when i was a kid mm-hmm. but i never had the experience of traveling so once I started working at camps, I kind of realized that I could use that as mm-hmm. my ticket uh, to yeah. go see the world. So um, then summers became less camp counselor, more trip leader. So uh, then I became a canoe guide for the Boy Scouts in upstate New York. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The, the kids would, well, the groups of boys would get there with their dads and they'd be like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, how old were you? Like 20. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so sometimes that was fun they would for be them, stoked, I'm sure. <laughs> sometimes they'd be stoked, uh, and sometimes they'd be like, Who's this girl? Yeah, uh, but anyway, uh, it was great, and that's how I also honed my facility, like group mm-hmm. facilitation skills, which I really loved teaching yeah. people how to do something or, um, you know, challenging them to be the best versions of themselves, mm-hmm. and um, while still going to college. And then for graphic design or graphic design. And then I well, it's funny because after I got back from that Knowles trip, I asked my school if I could do a double major in Mm. art and science because I loved both. Yeah. And they were like, sure. Well, it wasn't that easy, but I wrote a proposal and wrote a course of study and all this stuff and they approved it. So, okay, I don't know if I have a course of study. It's Sounds just like fancy. a list of classes you ha- you. I made up my major. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> cool. So I have a double major in visual arts and environmental studies, bachelor's, um, and graduated, led trips in Europe. Wow. So um, by yourself or with a company? With a company. So I yeah. became like a, a freelance extreme babysitter. <laughs> uh, so I would have groups of usually eight to fourteen students, mm-hmm. usually fourteen to eighteen years old. Mm-hmm. I'd have a co-leader. And these trips could be anywhere from one to four weeks. Um, so that summer was Spain, Italy, and Greece. And, and you then would mm-hmm. travel around, yeah. say, hey, let's we're going to check this place out today. Yeah. Also, Susie in the back, get off your butt and like come over here. You know, like exactly. that kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Or, it's epic. I mean, you have the itinerary. You're trained. You know, yeah. you ha- you, it's, it's a job. It's yeah. not... And it's exhausting, yeah. but it's very rewarding. You weren't doing uh, um, Instagram at the time. No, I didn't even yeah. have a smartphone. Yeah. Oh my gosh, no way. Um, <laughs> and then I moved to China for two months to do it there. And then I moved to Australia for a year. I had like $800. Did you end up learning <laughs> Chinese? Um, like very little. Like I can say eggplant in okay. Mandarin and um, how much. And I don't want that. And, and, it, please, and you learned Australian. You, kind of stuff. Yep. I know yeah. Australian yeah. for sure. Well, so um, I left for Australia with eight hundred dollars. Wow! And we—I was with my ex-partner at the time, and we didn't have a place to stay, uh-huh. so we pitched a tent in a guy's garden. Oh my gosh! With his permission. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I just some of the things I look back on that I did, I'm like, mm-hmm. wow! Like, 
I had some balls, yeah. <laughs> like, you know? Wow. Uh, yeah, but anyway, we, I got a job, like, within two weeks and place to live and worked full-time at um, what I call Camping Walmart. Uh-huh. It's, like, a big box camping supply store. Okay. Um, it's ridiculous. It's like Kind of like Not REI, as nice. Not as nice. Uh-huh. And it, it became, like, a sitcom to me. <laughs> I, like, just the things that would happen to me there because I was there In Australia? 40 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So all of this pre pre professional yeah. photography career. And this was straight out of college, essentially. Straight out of college. Right. Yeah, pretty much. And then I, you know, kept getting jo- after my stint at camping Walmart. I then worked at a mine site. A mine site. A mine site. Like like in mining the, for gold. You know, people picture Coal. that, and like I don't want to cor- like I don't want to correct you, but no, I was I was catering. <laughs> <laughs> but you know they have these camps yeah. set up in the middle of nowhere, and I was in the Pilbara, Australia, which is like that yeah. northwestern mm-hmm. outback section. Yeah, and they set up these camps, and the miners, it was an iron ore mine, and they need to eat. Wow! So they yeah. hire these hospitality companies sure. to come in, and so I was working in the dining room basically twelve hours a day for oh fourteen gosh. days straight. Um, I bet there were some characters that you were interacting with out there. I have such good material for the montage of my life. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it was was great. Australian prospectors. Can't get any better than that. It was great. It was also (laughs) just such a fascinating experience. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But um, yeah, and then um, fast forward, did a bunch more traveling, a bunch more uh, seasonal jobs, Uh and then um, decided I wanted to start thinking about putting roots down because it had mm-hmm. been almost three years mm-hmm. since I had like left um, college. And so, um, and I had just been kind of going job to job yeah. because you, you do a, a season job for two or three months. And if you know how to budget, mm-hmm. you can stretch that. Yeah. So I would do the seasonal job and then spend a month traveling on location oh, cool. and then go somewhere else and do the same thing. It was good practice for you know? later in your life, which we'll talk about. Oh, totally. Yeah. So, um, when I got home, I got my first smartphone, which was a, a Motorola. It was like 200 bucks, which nice. was a lot to me at the time. And um, started... What year? 2014. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and as a teenager, I don't know about you, but I was in the live journal MySpace crowd, mm-hmm. like big time. Mm-hmm. And so I had been blogging since I was like 13. I yeah. had taught myself HTML, like <laughs> was making little websites with my friends, mm-hmm. um, like making my MySpace page look amazing. Yeah, bedazzle it out. Oh, yeah. Well, it wasn't Have an autoplay song. I feel like, no, I didn't. I stayed away from the cheesy stuff, I have to say. I, but I would make Did my own, real. I'd make my own tiled backgrounds. Yeah. You know, I get that. I going. remember when Facebook came out and everybody was like, oh, Facebook's great. I was like, well, I can't customize the HTML. This uh, is lame. Yeah. Okay. So you get it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's the that same page. I think we're the same age. Great. Um, I'm 29. High, I'm 28. Okay, yeah. great. I graduated so in 08 it. in high school. Okay. I was a seven. Okay. So. so. Um, You're a little older. Yes. But by one year. By one year. <laughs> Everyone take note. Um <laughs> What was I on? So you started writing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, You got your okay. smartphone. This so is 2014. In 2014, I got home. I got a smartphone. And I had so many pictures from mm-hmm. traveling from just a point-and-shoot camera. Yeah. Not from anything exciting. This is from the last three, four years? For, yeah. From my last, like, lifetime of yeah. doing stuff. Because yeah. that first wilderness trip was 2009. Okay. So at yeah. that point, I had been on the road for at least part of the year for about five mm-hmm. years. And so I had images. That's amazing. Yeah. 
And even though they weren't like professional grade images, it was still like moments that I had captured on purpose. Yeah. Um, and so I wanted to share that. And also my friends and family had all the same questions. Mm. All their questions were, how do you travel so much? How do mm-hmm. you have this cool job? And how do I lead trips? And like, yeah. you know, asking me for tr- tips on Thailand and asking me for, you know, yeah. and so I just thought I should start a blog. Yeah. And I wasn't really in the first wave of travel bloggers, mm-hmm. but I just thought to myself and, and, I think that wherever anybody is um, in any industry, it's really easy to look at an industry and say, "Oh, the market's saturated." Yeah. So I definitely, I, hear that a lot too. I definitely mm-hmm. was looking at it and and thinking like, "There's no space for me in the blogging world." Yeah. But I just thought, if I'm gonna start this Instagram, I'm not yeah. gonna be like Aaron Sullivan one two three. I want it <laughs> to be something that could stick if yeah. I decide to like share more of my life. So mm-hmm. I was thinking about what to name my to do my instagram as right what my instagram name should be and Aaron outdoors stuck for me i love it and then i looked up like the domain and the twitter and the pinterest and everything was free so i was like great heck yeah so gold rush Aaron outdoors and it was so funny because perfect about three months after i like reserved the name Uh i was leading uh, a couple of back-to-back trips in alaska Mm -hmm. and i had this group of high school freshmen and Mm -hmm. they were hilarious and I was, and um, they were asking me for my Instagram at the end of the trip because uh-huh. we take their phones. They don't have yeah. their phones on the trip, and then they get their phones back and they like want to tag you and want to yeah, yeah. follow you and stuff. And I said, Aaron Outdoors. And one of my campers, who was hysterical, was like, Ooh, that's Aaron Outdoors is dumb. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and she made me a list of better Instagram names for really? me. Really? Yeah. My favorite one was A Breath of Fresh Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> breath Isn't of that fresh good? Aaron. Yeah. Oh my and gosh. Then, How is that better than the Well, and then this is hilarious because I mean now she's like 22, I don't mm. know. Um <laughs> a few years later, like I get DMs from her and she's like I always believed in Aaron outdoors. Like <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. Yeah. But but yeah, That's um hilarious. yeah, I didn't actually start the blog until um like 8 months after I okay. like reserved the name, but yeah. started it December 2014. And so then became a blogger. All, it's you know, it's like people were reading it that weren't um, like paid by my mom to do so. <laughs> well, tell me about that. The blogging lifestyle. Yeah, and, the blogging life. Yeah, just and everything that happened over those years while you're blogging. Tell yeah, me about that. yeah. So, um, so I started the blog as I was moving to Colorado. Mm-hmm. I had gotten a full-time job as essentially a programming director at one of these teen adventure companies that mm-hmm. I was working for. And that was in um, Golden, Colorado. I was living in Boulder. It was it's beautiful ex- there. It's oh, it's gorgeous, mm-hmm. and it's exactly where I wanted to be at the time, yeah. um, and doing what I wanted to be doing. I just, I was just ready to um, <laughs> to um, have a real like life in one place because yeah. while traveling is incredible and so fulfilling and so yeah. amazing, it's also really exhausting, and you don't, you're not as productive on other things because it's you true. are constantly thinking about. Uh, where you're going to stay and what you're going to eat and trying to keep your mental health in check mm-hmm. and all this, you know, which is really simple mm-hmm. for some people, but it's not hard, for hard me. It's to, hard to find a spouse too, or oh, yeah. Be, yeah, if you yeah. are dating someone, it's really tough. Mm-hmm. I was traveling for two of those years with my ex, mm. which, and it worked, um, but I think it would have been different. I think we, yeah. it would have been different if, if we were in one place, but yeah. anyway, so um at that time, I um, got that full-time job, and it was it was great, but I also had the blog on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just curious about Instagram as a platform. 
um, so I just started to play with it. I yeah. was like, I wonder if I could like t- get a following on this. Uh-huh. Like, what would that look like? Yeah. And I just started to connect with people. And I remember mm-hmm. the first person that I met on Instagram was Quinn Schrock, mm-hmm. Ever Changing Horizon. Do you know him? Mm-mm. Okay, great Do guy. We? Do you know him, Rocky? No. Okay. okay. Well, anyway, um, so he's he's got a huge account now, but at the time, um, nice. he only I say only, and I'm making the quote hand well, yeah, quote yeah. fingers. Um, only had like forty thousand, uh-huh. which I think I had like three thousand or something. Yeah. And he asked me if I want to go on a hike, and I'm like, great, like meet guy I don't know at a gas station <laughs> five in the morning sounds safe. Um, Is this in Colorado? Yeah. He lives there? So? Um, no, he was like living on the road, I think. Oh, or okay. he might have been living there seasonally. But anyway, we went on a hike. Sure. Um, and it kind of opened my eyes to, oh, you can meet people on the on Instagram. Uh-huh. That's This and is did, a way to actually connect. Was that the first time that you kind of saw a real life Instagrammer like at work? I guess. I just, I just didn't. Did you take pictures for him and vice versa? No, he took photos of me. I okay. took photos for myself. Uh huh. Um, and then we just both were taking pictures for ourselves, like for yeah. ourselves, you know. But I never, like, yeah, I was a blogger, and yeah, I needed, I as a blogger, I needed pictures of myself because yeah. as a blogger, it's it's about your story yeah. sometimes, and people want to see who's the voice behind it. Yeah. But it always has felt. It's just funny to me. It is funny. It's just a funny. I'm thing. growing a personal following now on my Instagram uh-huh. account, and like I'm seeing everybody responds to pictures of cameras and pictures of me holding cameras. Yeah. So that's all I put out there. And it just, it just feels silly because it's mm-hmm. like, I should really be like, I don't know. I should be showing what I can do with the camera. Right. But I'm getting better response from me holding a camera. Yeah. It's it's really interesting. I mean, I still, I still post photos of myself. Yeah. You know, um, but I'm not a model. I'm not trying to be, yeah. and I'm not trying to be, an influencer model no, person no i mean i do personality you are though like uh, i guess but well let's let's okay. get into that <laughs> yeah, so yeah, okay. the, your friend what's his name quinn quinn uh-huh. um what is his does he take pictures of himself or is it mostly just his art no like, it's his it's his art and gotcha. then he works a lot with this and you do that too though because mm-hmm. your account is it's, like you said it's a blend well it's changed over both. time so when i first started as a blogger mm-hmm. it was i was writing about my life I was writing about travel and the outdoors. And then I was also writing these like inspiration life pieces of things that I learned or things, reminders that I needed. And I was getting this feedback from people that was like, I really needed to hear this. And that I I was kind of like, dang, I can reach somebody on the internet who needs a little boost today. Like that's pretty powerful. So I, I kept doing it. And, um, as my style developed and as my life developed and as I just started paying attention to like, okay, where am I supposed to go with this? Mm-hmm. Um, photo- I, I started to move behind the camera more. And as soon as I did that, which was realistically more like 2015, 2016, mm-hmm. it, it happened really fast. I immediately, it was like back to being 15. I felt like, okay, I'm back in my lane. Mm. Oh my gosh, like this is the way that I'm supposed to tell stories. Yeah. Like pictures of me are cool, but it's like, it's not super fun for me to hand somebody else a camera and yeah. like have them take a picture of me laughing at rocks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like, I know I'll, what you mean. Yeah. I'll still do it because um, I, I do want people to see my face and I, mm-hmm. and I want to be able to tell a story. And I, and I think that having you yeah. in the picture is a really good communicator yeah. for, hey, this is whose, this is whose voice this is. Um, however, I love 
travel photography. I love wildlife photography. I love starting conversations about like what the ethics are and all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, I love talking about entrepreneurship and creativity and um, how to get started with things and um, why we feel like failures and why we compare ourselves to other people. You know, I just love getting into (laughs) like to all that stuff too. So um, it's become a lot of all of those things and Mm. um, a lot of what I shoot now, I I do shoot commercially, so I'm shooting stuff that like I'll never post. Yeah. Um, That's just for clients. Yeah. Um, But then I also sometimes I'll build out a package for a client that's like I'm shooting these amount, this amount of images and then also they want me to post about it because they want their brand associated with Air and Outdoors. Sure. Which is such a high compliment because it's like that means I've built a brand that's um, mm-hmm. respectable and that people want to be associated with, which is great. Um, and then, yeah, sometimes it's like, ta- I, I still get hired for ta- as talent from time to time, mm-hmm. which happened more in the, in the blogging days. Yeah. So, and I still blog, you know? Yeah. Um, so you're, so. so you've done travel. Well, you've done travel guides. Mm-hmm. You were a caterer Mm-hmm. <laughs> for prospectors, <laughs> photographer, yeah. uh, you're an ambassador of Sony, which we haven't talked about yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a writer. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that we're missing here? Um, I started hosting stuff hosting, on camera. Hosting. You're a talent, like you said. Yes. Um, we never finished telling your whole story. I'm sorry. We're popping all over the place. I, here. It's it's a hard. This always happens to me <laughs> because I just get on. I'm, I apologize. No, it's my fault, too, because I'm all over the place. <laughs> um, but. Let's just talk about like the fact that you do all these things. Yeah. And before we start recording, you're talking about how you have to be really selective yeah. now about like what you want to do. And I don't want to do this, so why do it? Yeah, things like that. Like, totally. what's what's your thought on just day to day life? And what you say yes and no to these yeah. days, because you're so talented in all these different aspects. Thank you. Um, such an important question. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the beginning, when I was first getting started, I was saying yes to anything Yeah. because it's exciting, right? Oh, of course. So if a brand reached out to me and in the beginning it was like, Aaron, we'd love to send you some sunglasses in exchange for a post, a post or photos or whatever. I'm like, yeah, free sunglasses. (laughs) Story's different now, of course, but, um, I'm in the same boat. I mean, in the beginning... Hey, you want to review these pink headphones? It's like, uh, sure. (laughs) Right. But like, then you get, you, you have to learn to be discerning because you get to a point where you're burnt out. So this has even happened to me as recently as last year. So you've, you've had burnout? Oh, I was so burnt out at the end of last year. And I also, um, hugely stigmatized is mental, mental health. I think it's Mm -hmm. getting better. I think we're talking about it more, but dealt with a tremendous amount of depression and anxiety last year as a result of that burnout, particularly towards the end of it. Why did you burn out? What happened? I was just doing too much. Yeah. I booked myself like back to back to back to back trips Mm -hmm. and I have so much work to show for it. Like, wow. Like I was looking at. Were you backlogged on editing and stuff? Um, I wasn't necessarily backlogged because I, I've never been late on a project. Um, but just too much. It's like, I didn't give myself any time to recharge. Yeah. I was just constantly going. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it looks really cool. Seven days a week. To go directly from, what did I do? I went like directly from Australia to the Virgin Islands to Kenya. Uh Uh-huh. Back to back to back. And I was leading a trip in Kenya. Uh Uh-huh. And then shooting like a ton of stuff for a nonprofit client that I love. And then I had a client trip and then I had another client trip. Like it it was just, 
it was just nutty and i love it all that's yeah. what's hard yeah it's hard is to that say, like no. you want to yeah. say yes to it all you know what i mean and it's hard but you have yeah. to learn you have to make a yes and no list and you have to know what you do and what you don't do yeah and you have to know what's going to deplete you and what's going to give you mm-hmm. energy so one example of that is i got invited to go to a place i've always wanted to go last month mm-hmm. on like a 10-day luxury trip Ooh. <sighs> <laughs> I turned it down. Yeah. Because it wasn't paid. Uh-huh. It would have been amazing. It's a waste of time. I mean, it's hard to say it would be a waste of time. I think it's more just it's not aligned with my priorities right now. Yeah. So I stayed home for May. Uh-huh. And I worked on stuff and I went to yoga and I yep. like cleaned my gear and yeah. I got organized That's cool and that I you planned were able to, things. Uh, experience but it, that. It's taken me a long time to get there because mm. it's kind of like here's this shiny thing yeah. whether it's a job, whether uh-huh. it's a trip, like as you start in this industry, if you mm. are doing good work, if you're doing it consistently for a long period of time, and if you're passionate about it, like yeah. just keep going. People will notice. Yeah. People will notice. And then people will start wanting you to do stuff. Yeah. And you have to learn what those boundaries yep. are so that you don't burn yourself out. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of people get caught up in the short term and forget about long term. Um, you know, you mentioned you're 29. I'm 28. Like, hopefully, Lord willing, we'll have 30 more years left and it's like of work at least or more potentially and it's like you know if i can just chill for a minute and just do want be selective like i can probably be more creative um your mind is more active when you're you have proper rest and recovery and like everything like long term is affected by the fact that you're not killing yourself now in your 20s And then say mid thirties, you have like this crazy crisis of like going hysterical because you've been going hardcore for like totally. 10 years. Never forget that you're playing the long game. Exactly. That's what I always try to look at. Mm-hmm. And um, when I discern jobs now, yeah, um, I'm super grateful that a lot of my jobs come to me. Uh-huh. And um, so if it's, I look at the brand, I look yeah. at um, what what the scope is i look at what the campaign messaging is you know and i and i look at the payment i look at everything right is that in line with where i want to be in five years in five months mm-hmm. and if so then what do i have to do in the next five days yeah to that's good get to that point so. yeah i've said this before on the podcast but i'll say it again like and i try to live by it i don't do it perfectly but one of my good friends he's a uh, professional magician he's an illusionist mm, cool. travels the world and does shows for thousands of people every year and he says once a day, once a week, once a month, once a year, have a, a rest. So once a day, take like an hour or two yeah. to just meditate and chill. Once a week, take an entire day off. Once a month, take an entire weekend off. And once a year, take like a two-week vacation. And mm-hmm. by doing that every year for him, he's had like a healthy balance. Because he performs every single day like uh, you know, throughout the year. And right. he travels all over the place. And he's had to do that because he's had burnout as well. Um, he recently had like a three month sabbatical, which was pretty cool. Wow. But, um, I'm married. I have a kid, uh-huh. you know, those things kind of force you to have a little bit more balance. Oh, totally. And it's been good. Cause at first I was a little like, oh man, like, you know, I, I have to take care of my son, but now mm-hmm. it's like, wait a minute, I get to take care of my son. This is way more fulfilling oh, than totally. like doing work. Who gives a crap? You know? It requires you to be a lot more disciplined with exactly. everything else. Yeah. Um, so some of the, sometimes those things people look at, like maybe their significant other and they're like, well, they're not into what I'm into. So like this relationship won't work, but it's like, no, sometimes having a balance of somebody who like my wife isn't into photography or anything. Mm-hmm. And it's a good balance because I'm able to turn off at the end of the night 
and we can just chill and she doesn't have to like be a part of it well i think that's something that something that i've certainly heard that the entrepreneurial type and creative types struggle with Mm -hmm. is this working all the time thing yeah so it's like you're kind of working all the time in my head i'm always thinking of something right Mm -hmm. so what i really try to do is i have my hours where i'm really working yeah like really working yeah not on facebook Not like some kind of, you know, doing... a podcast playing in the background. Yeah. Well, it depends. If I'm editing is a, yeah, you can kind of let that go. But, um, you photographers are lucky, but <laughs> video people have to listen to the audio. Exactly. It's so true. <laughs> um, but you know, if I'm working, I'm really working. And if I'm not working, I'm not working. Yeah. You have to be disciplined about that because you don't realize how much it recharges your batteries yep. to not think about your work to not actually be like kind of doing your side hustle while you're at the gym or whatever like just don't (laughs) that's what like i think people get the whole gary vaynerchuk kind of Mm. message mixed up because like even he talks about how when he's home he's home and like Mm -hmm. when the weekends are there he's off and he he does talk about it yeah but yeah i don't know i think a lot of people are right now because gary vaynerchuk has gotten this huge like popularity of like go 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 hardcore i didn't sleep in my 20s kind of mentality it's like honestly if that doesn't make you happy then don't do it like what's the point so totally i think that's so unhealthy (laughs) it's really unhealthy like in your 20s we're not superhumans yeah if you're 20 please (laughs) exactly um okay so you went from colorado to moving to la at some point Mm -hmm. and i assume that's just recent how long have you lived here uh it'll be two years in august cool so Mm -hmm. talk me through just the last like three years in particular the last three years it seems like is that really where things started picking up and going crazy totally so like what was that moment where things started kind of getting like really exciting and yeah crazy there wasn't one particular moment necessarily but it just things just started to happen and um so I got like a modeling gig with REI. Um, with where... you or you took pictures? No, I was I was talent. Nice. So and then I had another like I started being hired as talent. Gotcha. Then I started being commissioned to write blog posts. Then I started getting more followers or whatever on Instagram, yeah. you know. Um, and then Sony noticed me. Uh-huh. And then I became a Sony ambassador. So uh-huh. then that's a big association. And and all of these, it just started happening more and more yeah. until I kind of was like, wait, I'm doing this thing now. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. because people always ask me, how do you get started? It's like, yeah. you just start. You really just, yeah. you really just pay attention to the hunches mm-hmm. and you follow it. It's you're on a scavenger hunt. Yeah. Like follow the breadcrumbs, uh-huh. you know, um, and but people overthink it. Yeah. And they like think they need the best gear. Or the be- Like, how do I start a blog? They, they get stuck in what the computer. Do I need to write a blog? It's like, uh. it's, uh, <laughs> like go to a FedEx and like <laughs> use their free computer. rent, like whatever. Yeah. Go um, to the library. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So it all just started to happen. And um, because I, you were doing it. Because I was doing it. Yeah. Um, and. I people ask me like what's you know what's the secret or whatever and if I had to put it in a formula quality consistency passion mm-hmm. quality like make sure your stuff is good yeah like you do have to be good at it uh-huh. so if you suck at it like maybe find something that you're better at 
<laughs> um, or just work really hard. You know, yeah. that's another thing. Like yeah. you don't have to be the, you actually don't have to be the best photographer yeah. to be a good photographer. Cause so mm-hmm. much of it is the business and the yeah. networking and like all the other stuff. Because I would argue that the majority of most consumer minded people don't, can't really put a finger on why a certain photo is better than the other. Yeah. So like, if you're just really good at marketing. Yeah. Do your best. <laughs> um, consistency. Uh-huh. Do it for a long time. Uh, yeah. Consistently. Uh-huh. Pick once a day, whatever. And that applies mm. to practice. That applies to if if it's social media, how much you're posting. Yeah. And for you, what was that with your blog? With the blog, that was just making sure that, honestly, it was just like making sure I was posting. No, a few times a month. Month? Wow. A few times a month. Yeah. Like once a week. But yeah. because my pieces were so like, let's talk about life. <laughs> yeah. It was like reading a, a substantial article. Yeah, or... and it's not even like they were long. They're okay. pretty like concise. Okay. But I think that because they were these really thoughtful journal like pieces, yeah. I got away with and it took me honestly, they they take me a long time to write them because yeah. they're personal. Mm-hmm. Um so Do you like writing more or less or equal or it comes in waves, honestly. I think yeah. it's like a, a creativity thing. You do. I used to have to write articles for a website mm. um, for my job that were related to like camera reviews and stuff. And I just hated it. Oh, yeah. It's like this camera has this sensor inside of it. And it's like got this, this, I only this. like writing if it's some... I mean, this implies anything. I'm really yeah. bad at doing things I'm not passionate about. Uh-huh. Like really awful at it. So are you... Have you always seemed to kind of do what you want, though? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I've been funny? super <laughs> grateful. Super, super grateful. It's really... But I think there's something about... I mean, except for, you know, working at the mine wasn't like my... Well, there's you know, there's my, two my, things, like, though. Is you, might, you might be more of an optimistic person, though, because you can kind oh, of yeah. probably find fun in everything. Oh, totally. I feel... I'm just, like, lucky to be here. I'm kind of like, how did yeah. I get in? Like, yeah. How did I get in Who let me in, in the room? I'm, I mean, I feel that with life. I'm yeah. just like... I sh- I, like I feel that. I'm the, I'm the 11th hour person uh-huh. that like got in and got paid the whole day's wage. <laughs> I'm just like I love that. Okay, like yeah. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's great. Um, really but but also I think that is a worldview thing too. Yeah. Um, and and I think that's acknowledging privilege. I think uh-huh. that's acknowledging um, where I've been lucky in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but also acknowledging like what I've just been like mm-hmm. totally blessed with. So yeah. Yeah. But I found like if you just stick to your guns and just do what you love, eventually it can become mm-hmm. something. Yeah. And you and you have to notice what's working, too. Yeah. You do have Be to self-aware. have. Yeah. I mean, you have to work hard and yeah. you have to notice what's working and keep doing more of the, those things. Yeah. And you do have to hustle like mm-hmm. you. You can't just like, you know, put put the intention out there yeah, or like you you have to follow up with it and you have mm-hmm. to uh, do what you say you're gonna do mm-hmm. and um i think asking really good questions of yourself and other people and finding mentors um and using there's so many free resources out there yeah. for literally anything it's amazing yeah so um it like you can educate yourself on so many things mm-hmm. so it, it's taking that initiative too yeah um that's really important and i know that i'm rather self-deprecating and i do um i don't but i don't want to come across as like it just happened to me guys yeah because it was a lot of hard work yeah. and a lot of figuring it out like mm-hmm. when i was living in australia for that year i was so i felt so lost mm-hmm. i felt so jealous of my friends at home who all had these full-time jobs yeah i felt like such a failure so it took me a while to figure it out, you yeah. know, and I'm still figuring it out. It's not like you get, you arrive yeah. suddenly. You are in a constant state of arriving. It's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so you were featured recently in Biz Insider. Yeah. Um, so the article, I read through it, kind of talks about 
credit card points or something i guess that's the that's kind of the angle they took with it i'm such a nerd can you tell me about that whole (laughs) like just kind of give me the summary of the article and then like what why did they pick you to talk about credit card points yeah is that something that you're like i'm totally kind of the credit card point girl i'm not necessarily i'm just really into it like (laughs) it's funny because i used to work for a guy named dave ramsey have you ever heard of him He's like a financial advisor guy okay, and cool. he like cuts up credit cards and is against all credit cards. Oh my god. <laughs> so I was like, ooh, yeah, he wouldn't like this. Wow. Okay, so funny. Well, so why do you think credit card oh yeah, tell me about the whole thing. Okay, so essentially if you never spend money you don't have, uh-huh. And you know what you're doing with credit cards, you can get a lot of free stuff. That's right. And so when I started traveling after I graduated from college, I didn't have any credit cards and I didn't know anything about them. Uh-huh. But I started looking online and uh-huh. i was just like oh my gosh this is free money yeah, like points. why yeah. yeah i just couldn't figure out why do people spend money they don't have yeah and and i had like definitely a solid three figures in the bank at that point like uh-huh. not really not really loaded <laughs> <laughs> oh you said three figures for some reason my mind went to six figures because you said three but you were saying three. no yeah. balling on a budget been that, if yeah. you will i've been there um yes so uh you know, i was just looking at for free credit cards right yeah but i still like managed to get this intro bonus and i managed yeah. to you know and then i'm like wait i can open i can have more than one wait <laughs> you know i'm just yeah just figuring just, just it. figuring it out you yeah. know and and it's totally doable for someone that doesn't own a business that doesn't mm-hmm. have major expenses like if you're spending more than a thousand dollars a month and you can spend that on a credit card like uh-huh. you should have one yeah because you can be getting something back for that for that yeah. spending sure um and i think that's something that people don't realize because they're afraid of credit cards yeah so if there's any message that so i i wrote a blog post about my favorite credit cards and i put, it was a beefy post like i yeah. put a ton of credit cards Good on content. there it's good content, yeah. And uh, this guy who follows me writes for Business Insider. Perfect. Hit me up. Uh-huh. We did an interview. So it just went live. That happens to me a lot. It's like That's people cool. follow me on their personal accounts. And then yeah. they also are the account manager for yeah. whatever. You know, so, um, which is great because I get to interact with them on a human level. And then we go professional That's with great. it too. So that's really fun. Um, Do but you still use credit cards? All the time. As part of your tool, your assets? So great. Yeah, yeah. I just bought um, a couple flights nice. with points. And so basically your easy. method is you use paid off. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm on auto You're pay using on everything. It like a debit card I use it like almost. a debit card, and then I just have it, everything mm-hmm. on auto pay to come out. And it's I not just... like I've got a three thousand dollar limit, and right. I'm gonna just spend all of it, even though I know I don't have it right no. now. I'll pay it off later. No, that's uh, where people get in trouble. Obviously. Yeah, for me, it's very much like only spending money that I know I have in my yeah. account, and it yeah. automatically is coming out. And it's I use it for business expenses all the time yeah. because you just get free points. Totally. For cameras that I buy for reviews and whatever. Uh-huh. Yep. And with photography, with if you're working in photography or really any tech industry, mm. your expenses and travel, your expenses can add up really um, yeah. quickly. And so there are so many cards right now out there that have amazing introductory offers that you can take yeah. advantage of. So it, it's just smart. Just, yeah. you know, and, and don't be intimidated by it. There are so many great mm-hmm. resources out there now that outline like what these cards do and what the differences are and stuff. So yeah. I just would totally recommend it. Uh-huh. If, if your expenses, if you can put whatever your expenses are, if you can put more than a grand uh-huh. on a credit card a month, like get one, get yeah. a free one. <laughs> really? There's like no, there's no downside. For business use especially. Yeah. yeah. Business and personal. I mean... 
And it also helps you separate. If you're a yeah, freelancer, like get a business and a personal. Yeah. It helps you separate those two expenses totally. um, so that you're not like... Just to fall into the trap. Completely frazzled at tax time. Um, yeah, don't fall into the trap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got to be disciplined. And if you're not and you know you're not, then don't do it. This is true, but <laughs> I just am kind of like... I'm just saying that because I'm that I just want to give those people some tough love. And just be like, yeah, but you need just you can do it, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm that guy. I'm the guy that put twenty thousand dollars of credit card debt on mm. my business, you know. And I know mm-hmm. the people that have. Yeah. I've paid it off, and it's like been a struggle. So for me, it's like big no no to credit cards. Oh yeah, that because makes sense. like I'm just I think it's just addictive personality, almost like cool, sweet, $3,000 limit. I'm going to max it out. Like, mm. I never was wise about it, so. Yeah, it can be, depending. I mean, you can, one thing I've done, if I needed to buy something, mm. I would get a credit card that's 0% APR for the first, like, 15 months. Yeah. And I'll put it on that, and then I'll divide whatever I spent by 15, and uh-huh. I'll make sure that yeah. I have that in my account so and that it comes go. out, and then. Perfect. It's like putting yourself on a payment yeah, plan. Yeah, see, you're smarter than me. That's really it. That's the message of the <laughs> I don't <story>. know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're Sony uh, ambassador. Yes. Tell me about that process, yeah. how they found you. Were you always uh-huh. a Sony person? I've always, since, um, since I started, started shooting uh-huh. um, in this life, <laughs> um, yes, I've been a Sony shooter. And so I'm a member of the Alpha Collective right now, yeah. which is their ambassador program. And they've got a great like um female kind of alpha yeah, crew which alpha is really female cool female right now I love yeah that. big emphasis on on female nobody's shooters. doing that i know it's funny that nobody else is yeah. doing it but it's <laughs> you like, think they would be Sony. like oh that's a good idea maybe we should do that canon you would think yeah but um it seems that the uptake is rather slow yeah on those <laughs> on those initiatives so what are you shooting on like right now what's yeah, your main my package? primary camera is the a7r3 which i love yeah um, you don't mind the fact that it's like crazy megapixels and you got to chug through them in Lightroom? No, because sometimes I need that. Yeah. For um, cropping and stuff? For cropping or just like if it's going to be blown up real big. Yeah. Um, I just like to have it. I'd uh-huh. rather have it than not, yeah. you know? Um, but I do have the a7 III as well. I shoot on that. Yeah. Um, for... That's more manageable. Yeah, m- more manageable. megapixels. Um, file size. Um and then my go-to lenses are the 24 to 70 f 2.8 g mm-hmm. master um and then my favorite lens is the 100 to 400 yeah. um f 4.5 to 5.6 um and then i also use the 70 to 200 f 2.8 a lot and the 16 to 35 f 2.8 you carry all that around bit. with you not always um <laughs> i usually have like one wider and one telephoto yeah but it always depends on wh- what i'm shooting and then um that those are my most used ones but yeah. i do love like a good prime yeah as well i love so, it depends and i recently shot um i was in new zealand i shot glow worms with the 90 millimeter macro Ooh. sony Oh, it was so good. That's I just cool. borrowed it, but uh-huh. um, uh, it's beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. A lot of people yeah. will say, like, what camera are you shooting on when they, like, see a really nice image, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What Like, what's your kind of overall thought on just gear in general? Even though you're a Sony ambassador, mm-hmm. like, somebody who's starting out who wants to be doing what you're doing, what do you tell them? Like, do you tell them to go buy just a decent camera? Do you say save up your money buy something nice what do you think uh i think that the best camera is the one you have with you uh-huh. which is such a common phone. thing that people <laughs> say um but yeah it's your phone uh-huh. i think you can take an amazing image with a phone 
Uh-huh. Uh, and there's people have made careers out of that. Yeah, yeah, completely. I mean, use what you have. And with regard to upgrading gear, I, I would say don't upgrade until you need to upgrade mm-hmm. until you're, li- until you are limited by your gear, you have no mm-hmm. real need to upgrade. Yeah. Um, and I think that sometimes people use that as an excuse for oh, why yeah. they can't do things is because they don't have that gear. And I, I even did that in the beginning. What did you start out on? Um, a GoPro. Oh, really? Like a real old GoPro. Nice. Yeah. For stills? I mean, Not for yeah. video? Wow. I was just, honestly, whatever I get my hands on. Yeah. And then I borrowed like a, a Canon Rebel from a friend. Uh-huh. So then it was that. And then I got um, like a Sony uh, A5100, mm-hmm. which doesn't even have a viewfinder. Oh, wow. So you just know, a screen on the back? Yeah. And people, <laughs> and people were still asking me, what camera do you use? And I'm just like, dude, like yeah. I'm embarrassed yeah. <laughs> like to even tell you uh-huh. because it doesn't matter. No. No, it really doesn't. I mean, it's fun. It's kind of a modern thing, this whole camera, which camera, Mm -hmm. because the digital world, like each sensor is different and they all have different color and different dynamic range Mm -hmm. and sharpness and different lenses and whatever. But I feel like, um, like in the olden days of film, like a really, really cheap film camera SLR would look pretty good because like it's technically full frame, right? 35 Mm -hmm. millimeter, Mm -hmm. you get great depth of field and like... I don't know. I don't think people were asking what camera is that when you're looking at pictures Mm. back then. You know what I mean? Well, there's also so much new tech coming out all the time. Yeah. So, so there's an article, uh, blog entry that you wrote in January of 2018 Mm -hmm. called travel won't fix you. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that one? Yeah, I do. Um, there's a little quote that we pulled from it. So when I say that travel won't fix you, know that I mean it lovingly. I mean it with excitement and joy and incredible hope. So can you tell me about that? article and kind of like where that idea of that topic came from Mm -hmm. were there a lot of people that were like thinking that that was the case or did you personally feel that way Uh uh-huh travel won't fix you a lot of the pieces that i write that are the thought pieces Mm -hmm. on the blog um are in some way something that i needed to hear myself or that i've experienced myself so i i wrote it because i was noticing a lot of people were um on my feed and on other people on social media, um, friends in the travel industry, we're kind of putting our lifestyles on this pedestal of like, wow, that's so amazing. Like, how do I do that? Like, if only I could do that. You're so lucky. I'm so jealous. All this kind of language. And it just came across to me that, um, there's this idea that travel will solve your problems Uh or if you could, and it's the same thing with the gear, right? If I could only have this gear, then I'd be able to do this. If I could only go on this trip, then I'd be able to get this content Mm -hmm. and then I'd be able to be a travel influencer or whatever. If I could only do this, then this, right? Yeah. But it's like, that has to come from you first. It's applicable to anything. Um, but I just wanted to talk a bit about, um, Hey, like travel's not going to fix you. Only you can do that. If you choose to use travel to work through your stuff, then great. But you're the one that really needs mm-hmm. to like kick that off and do the work inside yourself yeah. for you to work through whatever it is you're going through. You mentioned not, you uh, had mm-hmm. you had a burnout and you were dealing oh, yeah. with some mental stuff. Like, uh-huh. can you talk about that? Was that um, in relation to this at all? That would have been so it was a last year, year earlier. Uh, but for me, what was that for you? Well, for me, it, it was, it was actually a case of too much moving around, yeah. not enough community. So it was definitely travel won't fix you. Yeah. It was travel will <laughs> travel make hurt you crazy. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, like I love travel. It's one of my greatest loves in, in life. Yeah. Um, but 
it also um i love food and yeah. i also love wine and uh, any of those things in uh, moderation is great <laughs> do you think there's a kind of current trend right now where um the up-and-coming influencer thinks they need to travel in order to be successful and like traveling mm. is the answer to everybody i like is there like do you think that it's it just isn't for everybody and like people are forcing it because it's popular I think that some people do discover that it's not for them. Yeah. Uh, and I think sometimes that comes as a surprise because mm -hmm. what you're fed is, whoa, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Look Coachella. at this view. <laughs> like, look at... Right. Um, and I also have... My feet hanging off a helicopter from I know. the mountains. Right. People think that's incredible, um, which is cool. Um, yeah. But <laughs> I have another article that's... Um, I'm traveling. Why am I having a bad time? Uh huh. And it got shared. And I saw it get shared in all these like travel Facebook groups. Um, and so many people were like, yes, me. Like, yeah. you know, and, and tagging friends that were currently on trips having bad times. Yeah. You know? Because Sounds it's like you not should be a YouTuber. Easy. You're titling your blogs just like a YouTube oh, video. Thank you. It's perfect. <laughs> oh, does that mean it would get a lot of clicks? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Click through rate's the most important. And all there's right. great titles. Noted. Thank you. Yeah. Um, maybe in the future if I hire an editor, <laughs> uh, yeah. um, but I, I feel like I'm not in touch with the youths as much as I need <laughs> to be <laughs> uh, to properly answer that question. But yeah. if I had to say that, um, do I, do I think that overall the influencer world is painting an unrealistic picture of travel? I would say probably. Yeah just um because of what gets pushed yeah. um the most and uh yeah i mean i want people with with my photography what i share uh -huh. i try to share things that are real yeah that it are feels real authentic when i look at your Thank work you. it doesn't feel forced or like no. you're a model in front of coachella or whatever yeah right? i just i, I want to show an accurate yeah picture of the world yeah. the world is so beautiful and so unique and so nuanced mm -hmm. to me um i want to I want, I want my images to look the way that they felt to me in the moment. I want to translate mm -hmm. feeling and I want to uh, inspire folks to like go and make those moments for themselves. Yeah. Not the necessarily, oh, I want to go stand in that spot too, but mm -hmm. I want to go seek that feeling to or seek that connection to. I like that. Thanks. That's great. Because yeah, not everybody's like you or me or everybody's different. Right. Some people don't want to travel. Yeah. And that's okay, <laughs> that's okay. too. I can and, still and follow I, you and be oh, inspired. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I... It sucks to think that um, pe some people feel bad for their for not wanting to travel. It's like great. Yeah, it's just it's just because it's popular right now. I think yeah. like you know. We'll see if it if it changes. <laughs> Here's a, another quote from uh, one of your blogs: mm -hmm. If you're not passionate about it, Instagram or your mm -hmm. message, do something else. Yeah, please. Yeah. I just think that like the world needs people that are passionate about things. Yeah, and. I I also want to uh, make it clear that I'm not necessarily talking about your nine to f your job. Mm -hmm. If you have a nine to five and you go to work and you do your job and then you come home, awesome. Yeah. I don't think everybody needs to have this like they're passionate about feeding their family. Chase your feelings. Like I don't yeah. I don't think ever, I you know sure. But but whatever it is, whatever fills your soul, yep. like do that. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, whatever lifestyle you need to have to make that happen, like pursue that because yeah. um, I think that's how we are happiest and how mm -hmm. we serve others the most. Yeah. And um, 
how we serve humanity really so. for me it was really yeah. all about experimenting different things and i know for you that i'm sure that was the oh, case too totally just bouncing around okay do i want to do this do this do yeah. this do that and who knows like i mean right now i don't see myself doing anything else but yeah who knows yeah i i i'm this year i'm getting fulfillment in a lot of different places that mm-hmm. um and like as what? um just being home mm-hmm. and like being in community yeah and being able to like go to yoga and yeah. read books and see the same and people see the same people and like have a relationship and watch uh-huh. movies and yeah. you know eat good food and um <laughs> go to the beach like have these um life moments here yeah. that seem mm-hmm. from the outside like they're mundane or routine i find so much joy in yeah. and so much connection in yeah um, and that's really special to me um and it also is making my time behind the camera more intentional yeah. because i'm able to really get in my zone when something does inspire me yeah so yeah that's great thanks i love that uh when we accept the rules as they are we go nowhere blog entry december 2015 Ooh, it's a deep cut uh, sometimes i read my old blog posts and i'm just like who is she <laughs> <laughs> i want to know more right when we accept the rules as they are we go nowhere what does that mean i think you're a it, rule breaker no i'm actually quite a rule follower oh, yeah. but i think what i meant by that is more when you blindly accept something uh-huh. then like what like you have to go to college in yeah. order to get a job did you graduate yeah i did okay but you Do know you regret that no, I don't. I learned a lot. Do you tell people who want to do what you're doing to go to college? No. Yeah, me neither. I don't. I, I tell them. <laughs> it's a to, waste of money. I tell them to just go get life experience yeah. and to follow their curiosity. Yeah. But to not like sit in their thoughts and like just, yeah. just um, I don't know, wonder what the next step is. Because so many people get stuck in that. Yeah. In the, in the why and the what. Absolutely. Um, I think also technology is moving way too fast for you to go to school for a technological skill set like if you're going there just to learn how to use a camera like don't do that i didn't get a a formal education in photography and i know people that i went to school with that Uh did Uh and i'm a professional like somehow i'm a professional just hang out with a a professional photographer and work for them for free you learn more that way totally and also like have gosh we're going on this tangent but um have follow through so many people don't have Mm -hmm. follow through so many people email me so many people email me with questions and i get back to them and i never hear back from them or they email me wanting an intern for me, and oh. then I never hear from them. Or they'll email me, and I say, sure, we can jump on the phone. I never hear back. What? Yeah. Lamos. Well, but but that's, I don't know if that's like a generational thing where yeah. you're 18 and you feel entitled to everything. Like, yeah. sorry if you're 18 listening to this, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Um, but. Did you feel entitled when you were 18? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody got a trophy. Yeah, you know, true. we ne- we didn't keep score. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you always been kind of entrepreneurial, like growing up and stuff? Yeah, I have. What was your first job ever? I was a barista. Okay. At a coffee shop. Oh, no, actually, I was babysitter. I was like okay. twelve. See, entrepreneur. Um. Yeah. Freelance. Yeah, I was a freelance babysitter. <laughs> no, no, I did. I put up um. I put up signs uh-huh. like at the uh, club on the beach yeah. uh, where there were a lot of young kids and I, Smart. I designed them, uh-huh. you know, and I had the little pull tabs. Whatever. Are you from a family of entrepreneurs? So my mother is very entrepreneurial. Uh-huh. She is a nurse and an attorney. Oh, wow. So she's, Jeez. yeah, yeah. Just two very just a couple degrees there. Very, yeah. A lot of she's college. The hero of my life. Um, and she she's, do both? she's a medical malpractice attorney. Big, oh, okay. big stuff. Um, crazy, serious stuff. Not, yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah. So, so you graduated college. I, (laughs) (laughs) well, I, she's inspired me because she's a business owner and she helps people for a living and she's very passionate about what she does, but she also Mm. is very passionate about having a balanced life. Yeah. Which is something that's hard for me. Speaking of balanced life, mm-hmm. you keep talking about hiring an editor. Uh, you had a brief stint at vlogging. Can you tell me about oh, that? Oh, yeah, sure. Do you want to do more of it? What do you think yeah. about YouTube? Um, I think YouTube is great. You're um, on YouTube right now. Hello. I know. Hi, YouTube. I feel like everybody on YouTube is like seven. <laughs> um, Today we're talking about this and that. Hey. <laughs> that, that might be an unfair assessment no it's fine but the um, the titles and thumbnails look like seven-year-old thumbnails for sure (laughs) um really right really poppy um but it works yeah if it works hey um i did do some vlogging Mm -hmm. a few years ago um just for fun and it was good and people still like my audience still hits me up they're like when's the vlog coming back and i'm like i love you and i don't know like (laughs) (laughs) thank you for supporting me um you can't cut out anything else really can you right now i am doing so much i think i could do it I don't know if it makes sense. If you shot stuff and just Dropboxed it to an editor or something, it would be much more doable for sure. Yeah. I think I think it's... Anybody who wants to edit for Aaron, yeah, shoot her DM well, on let Instagram. Me know. If yeah. anyone has ideas, I'm open to your pitches. Yeah. Um, I do I do get requests for that stuff, yeah. and I have so many ideas. Huge uh-huh. idea person. Well, tell me about the but... mini series that you're working on, the web oh, series. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Talked about so that. I'm hosting a series. We are asking questions about the future of the outdoors. Oh, cool. And... Is that like, are you talking about environmental health? Some environmental, some that are just more curious questions. Yeah. Uh, some, so you're the host of the show? I'm the host. And you're interviewing who? Uh, sometimes they interview park rangers. Sometimes they interview Instagram people. Cool. Uh, sometimes they interview like people that are working at a specific organization or working on a specific project that we're covering yeah. or whatnot. So uh, it's interesting. We're getting started with it. Hopefully it'll be out like July on social media. What's that like being on camera for you? Um, being on camera, I think because I do, I spend so much time talking to myself on Instagram. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm talking to my audience, right? But, uh-huh. um, but I feel like I'm talking to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I'll, I'll walk down the street and just be talking to my phone, yeah. it's become comfortable for me. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I enjoy it. Yeah. And I also uh, feel like myself on camera. So mm. I think my audience sees that and yeah. can appreciate that. And How'd you land this gig? Uh, I have been doing what I wanted to get hired for, really. Uh-huh. Um, which is my advice to anyone as yeah. well. Do what you want to get hired for. Mm-hmm. Which required me to, like, vlog, right? Yeah. All those vlogs, I don't think any of them, maybe one of them was sponsored. Okay. And it was, like, probably a few hundred bucks, right? Yeah. So, um, you have to do what you want to get hired for mm-hmm. so that people can see that you do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Is it going to be on YouTube? Uh, yeah, it'll be on YouTube. Okay. Primarily Facebook, I think. So it's going to be a social media deal. Are you allowed to say what it's called? Deal. I can't. Okay. We, so we just have a follow working you title. to see it. Yeah, yeah. I'll be posting about it for sure. It's cool. for... Um, a company that i can't say actually <laughs> okay it's fine uh but yeah it, it, it'll be alive at some point in the yeah next few months. that's exciting yeah which is great um so what like when somebody we've kind of danced around this a little mm-hmm. bit rabbit trail around it but like just flat out give me the 101 on like how somebody can start doing what you're doing 
I know, again, we've talked yeah. a little bit about it. Well, first I would say, don't do what I did. <laughs> like, you don't have to go work at a mine for several months. Like, uh-huh. you don't have to camp in a stranger's garden. Yeah. You know, um, I think the key is to um, follow the breadcrumbs in front of you. Like, if you've got yeah, a hunch. Yeah, I've said that a couple times. What does idea, that mean? I think that means, like, you know when you have an idea and you're like, oh, that's such a good idea. Uh-huh. And you talk yourself out of it. Yeah. Don't do the talking yourself out of it thing. Yeah. Like I, I do that. Um, yeah. I have an idea and then I'm like, well, there's all these reasons why I can't do that uh-huh. because of this practical thing. Yeah. But you just have to follow your best guess. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think that we make things up, but, you know, you have to follow your best guess mm-hmm. and if it works, do more. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, do something else. Yeah. You know, and just, but just start. Just move forward. Don't get so caught up in like what you know what should i call this thing or what camera should i buy that uh-huh. you don't do what anything what filter should i use like yeah don't don't get so caught up in the in the gear or the um methods yep. just do something just get started um and also figure out what you do and what you don't do mm-hmm. and that usually requires trying a lot of things so niche it down you mean i do yeah. um and there's um an analogy I really like that's throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah, I like that. And I use that a lot because I just think it's a hilarious visual. But <laughs> right. But yeah. really, for me, it's like I wasn't even throwing pasta at the beginning. I was like, what will yeah. stick on this wall? Just like yeah. chucking anything, right? Yeah. And then eventually you figure out what it will be. You have to refine it. But you mm-hmm. have to try a lot of things. But at the end of the day, like you don't want to be a generalist. You want yeah. to, you want to specialize in what you do. So even though I do a lot of different things, when, if folks know Aaron Outdoors, the brand, like they mm. know what that stands for. Yeah. They know what I talk about. They know mm. what kind of imagery they can expect from that. You know, clients know who I am, what I do, what I care about, what I do, and then what I don't do, yeah. you know? So but that comes with time. It does. It yeah. comes with time. You can't figure that out right at the beginning. No, you can't. And so don't put that yeah. pressure on yourself, but, but, um, work with the, intention to refine mm-hmm. and just be always be paying attention like what's mm-hmm. working what's not working and constant what are, yeah what are the three things you said again uh quality consistency passion yep yeah what's the passion part again just the passion part is just deep in your soul care about it yeah you know i i don't think that you have to have this like you can feel it when you don't care you, you can know? feel it when you don't care i i mean for me personally it is almost impossible for me to do something if i don't care about it yeah like i do a really even client thing. work Mm-hmm. You can't just bite the bullet and like take a picture of a product. It's really hard. Yeah. I do it. I've shot, done it. I used to shoot weddings and that oh. was one of those things. Never shot a wedding. Oh, really? Don't. Yeah. Because then you'll get stuck doing it. Well, I feel bad about it. It's a good way um, to make 1500 bucks in a day. But It's funny because sometimes people will say, oh, what do you do? I'll, I'll be like in a social situation. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm a photographer. Do you shoot weddings? I'm like, nope. <laughs> like I have this. Yeah. Like <laughs> this. Real Why do reaction. you feel that way? Just. Um, Are you scared of it? I'm not scared of it. I just, it just, it's just funny to me. I don't know. Yeah. It's just like so not. It's just a different niche. I really admire wedding photographers. I know so many my talented cousins ones. My are very successful. They have oh my gosh. a lot of money. I have some really, some friends that are insanely good at it. Yeah. And insanely passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Which is like, yeah. Exactly. Be good at it and Consistent be passionate about it. quality and passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's not me. <laughs> um, and sometimes I do take jobs that I'm not stoked on from my soul but i am stoked on from my portfolio or from yeah. my bank account yeah sure which is gonna help you you yeah. know what i mean you have it to all helps you move forward. be a smart business person yeah but if you're not going to be able to execute if you're not gonna be able to do a good job do not take that job yeah. like you need to always have 
be in a, a position of service, mm-hmm. you know, and like if you can't serve your client, like let them hire someone else. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So you lead adventure trips. Tell me about that. I do. Well, What's an adventure trip? I used to. Sounds like something my son would go on to the playground. Well, it's kind of like that. Um, <laughs> for adults. <laughs> yeah, it is for adults. Well, I because I led trips for so long for teenagers. Yeah. And I was doing these facilitation circle yeah. time. <laughs> um, I just, uh, there, something about that is really needed for adults. Uh-huh. We really need open spaces where we can come to talk about our feelings. Yeah. <laughs> and to just like be seen. Uh-huh. So I started talking about that on social media. And like two or three years ago, my audience started asking me to lead trips. And because I have so much experience in the guiding world, <laughs> it's perfect. I know how to do that. So uh-huh. I put together a trip that I lead every year. It's in Greece. It's like wow. one of my favorite places ever. And I encourage people to come by themselves. And it's just super intentional space for folks to. It's not a photo come. walk. It's, it's like a. Um, it's not necessarily photo focused. I have done photo focused. I mean, I teach at workshop. I like I teach workshops or mm. on panels or whatnot. But this one is the Air and Outdoors. Yeah. What have you found? Like, what are some testimonials of that trip? Like, what are some of the things that yeah. people have said about it? Oh, my gosh. Some people, for some people, it's been very transformative for them as individuals. Uh, many people have met really close friends of theirs um, and have met up, like, later on, a That's year cool. or two years later. Um, and then, obviously, it's it's in Greece, and it's super it's fun, adventurous. Beautiful. It's really fun. Yeah. And there we have had folks that are interested in photography and i've worked like one-on-one with them yeah. because we're there for a week and it's a, it's a small group it's a maximum of 12 okay so um and i encourage everyone to come by themselves so most people do okay so yeah i have one in a few weeks and i have another one in what September. do you mean by themselves like not their spouse yeah okay not with a friend just okay. like come alone. oh gotcha yeah just come alone and join this random girl you follow on instagram <laughs> totally normal totally normal totally safe yeah totally well actually I have 10 years of experience guiding uh-huh. trips. You're not random. Right? Yeah. But I do see a lot of these like influencer-led trips, and they kind of freak me out. Because they really don't have the experience. Well, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm I sure that... Do you want to do more of those? Whatever. Uh, do I want to do more of them? No. Just one I, a year? It's good enough for you? Yeah, I would consider doing like three a year okay. in different locations. But right yeah. now, I think... Ha- they take a lot of energy. Logistics on that seem kind of complicated. Yeah, I hire people to do that. Okay, cool. Who are experts in logistics say. things. Yeah. Uh, and who speak the local language as well. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah but I think uh, for me, I want to bring my best self to those and have the energy and yeah. the emotional capacity mm-hmm. to show up for those people. So that's why I only want to do a few a year. Yeah. Um, so that's my intentionality behind that. Is that a word? Maybe. Yeah. Who are some people that you really like look up to that you really love that mm. are out there that you've met or not met? Well, I have to say Anthony Bourdain, even though he's no longer with us. Yeah. I just think the way that he told stories mm. and shared stories was so Ill- like it just it illustrated how much he deeply respected and cared for the cultures of the world without ever being condescending yeah. uh without ever putting words in people's mouths mm-hmm. um and just like passing the microphone to folks who normally might not have that platform oh. i so admire what he did and i'm so he ate everything 
so grateful <laughs> to him um, for that. Um, yeah. He's like amazing. Um, in the photo world, I deeply admire Christina Mittermeier and Paul Nicklin, what the, what they do. Um, Christina is also in the Sony family and, um, they are just such, um, guardians of our environment really. Yeah. And they're doing such important work and I, and I deeply admire that. And I look up to that because sometimes I struggle with, um, like figuring out how to talk about that of all the things that I talk about. That's one thing that I'm yeah. still trying to to navigate i guess mm-hmm. um gosh so many <laughs> those <laughs> are good that's good well, yeah yeah so we went from hearing about your like coming from the uh the uh north northeast mm-hmm. <laughs> and then going to college and then traveling and camps i'm sure you yeah. have a lot of crazy little mini oh, stories so many about camp kids are crazy yeah do you like kids i love them would you ever be like a teacher not again uh, not again no i mean i did it do you for... want to have kids one day i do yeah yeah i recommend it we're about to have another one congratulations yeah. when october oh great yeah awesome my other my son's birthday is in october so we're gonna have two boys two years apart oh nice yeah this will be crazy that's gonna be nutty <laughs> okay great but there's nothing more fulfilling than kids you hear that all so time. i've heard but, yeah. yeah it is it's just like so one day deep I'll find out. and i don't know I mean, that's another reason why I'm trying to make my travel schedule yeah. more consistent is because I do want to have yeah, kids one day. day and yeah, totally. Have you counted how many countries you've been to? It's around 30. Yeah. It's not... Which one's your favorite? Ooh. Top, top, give me top three. Greece, New Zealand. New Zealand, really? Mm-hmm. What's so special about New Zealand? I've Ugh, never been. Stunning. It's just stunning. You were just there. You saw yeah. Hobbiton. I was just there and I did see Hobbiton. Uh, I think <laughs> Even though you didn't want to. I didn't want to initially, but it blew my mind. Yeah. I'm willing to be wrong. Gotta Even be willing though you to be haven't seen the life. movies. I haven't. You know, I always try. I fall, <laughs> I fall asleep every time. It's so embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, um, New Zealand, Greece, and mm, I'm going to say Kenya. Yeah, I've been to Kenya yeah, twice. Yeah, Kenya's amazing. Um, have you been to Japan? Not yet. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I hear great things. Same. I really, really want to go. Never been. I love technology, so I think I'd be in Oh, yeah. yeah. I think you would be stoked. Yeah. I loved going to Germany and seeing, like, the Leicas and, like, all that kind Ooh. of German How fun. engineering and stuff. It's uh-huh. amazing. Okay, so, yeah, then you went from there, and then you started your blog with a Motorola phone. Mm-hmm. When did you update your phone? <laughs> a year and a half later yeah. when i was like i can't really get away with the gopro anymore yeah. <laughs> so i got an iphone yeah in and 2015 then, the fall of wow. 20 well that's only four years ago i know we missed a crucial part in the story but it's gonna Tell me. that's why i do the wrap-up because there's always something that comes out i got fired from my full-time job which was what working as a programming director yeah. for one of the companies so, tell me about that how did you get fired from your job i got fired from my job because i was leading trips in costa rica that summer uh-huh i had a hard summer and i guess in the office they had decided that they were going to fire me uh-huh. which was a surprise to me so i came back and met with my boss and he was just like surprise you don't have a job anymore wow. <laughs> he just said it wasn't a good fit which i was i was that I, true or in retrospect yes in retrospect so, so i believe yeah he was he was a really good boss actually and we're still in touch um i believe that that was very much 
a cosmic kick in my pants to yeah. be like, this was a cute try, Aaron, but this isn't what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So please go do what you know you're supposed to do, which yeah. I knew was Aaron Outdoors. Mm-hmm. And I had known since I started it. But, that but was I was your backup so plan? scared. It wasn't mm-hmm. even my backup plan. It was like, this full-time job is a stepping stone. That's what I told myself. I was yeah. like, this is like an intermediary because like yeah. that other thing is really scary and uh, yeah. I don't want to do it yet. So to me, that was just a thing yeah i feel that way too i actually had a i've only had one real job in my life mm-hmm. i was a magician for six years oh cool and then <laughs> i started doing video and then i did uh then i worked at uh, dave ramsey like i said earlier mm-hmm. and um it was a great place love the people there really like some good friends that i've made there mm-hmm. i was only there for 10 months and i quit slash got fired because i just kept like i would like go into a meeting and they'd say something and be like that's really that's not a good idea uh-huh. and then i'd say this is how you should do it and they're like no and then i would go do it anyways yeah and then i get in trouble and they're like by the way you're right and that's really good but you shouldn't have done that mm. and that happened over and over and over to a point where they were like you're gonna have to be micromanaged well if you or... don't follow this is also along the lines of that breadcrumb thing i keep saying uh-huh. if you don't follow the clear signs that you should or should not do something, yeah. it's just going to get louder and way more annoying yeah. and way more inconvenient. Yeah. So just do the thing now. Exactly. And pay attention. Exactly. When we accept the rules as they are, we go nowhere. Mm. Yep. Who is she? <laughs> <laughs> she is Aaron Outdoors. I hope you guys enjoyed my interview with Aaron Outdoors. If you want to follow her work, then make sure to check her out at AaronOutdoors.com. She's also got Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all the socials at Aaron Outdoors as well. It's spelled E-R-I-N Outdoors. Again, I want to thank you all for listening to this podcast. If you want to watch video clips of this podcast, we're posting them on the main Polar Pro YouTube channel. So make sure to go subscribe to that YouTube channel and see the clips from this video. We're selecting some of the best highlights of all the interviews in the past and this one included on the Polar Pro YouTube channel. So subscribe to that to see those highlights. Once again, I'm Dave Mays. See you next Tuesday.